Hi there, and welcome back. You're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism, and I'm your host, Karen Thomas, and we're coming to you live from the Global BBM Network and TuneIn Radio. And this show is Naturally Recovering Autism is to help parents of children with autism to uh, make a smoother journey to recovery. As some of you have known, uh, um, I was told to drug my son and that he could not get better from his symptoms of autism, but my holistic background showed and work with the brain with craniosacral work showed me that he could get better. So I researched for now, it's been over 13 years, my son is fully recovered. And I know that everybody's level of recovery is different. Um, and the word recovery means to regain health. So it is about helping you with resources, natural resources that you can have that will help your child to get the optimum results possible so that they can actually live the most fulfilling life and a healthy, happy one. And today we have another guest uh, guest expert with us today. Um, our subject today is really, really important for you. It is on uh, the dangerous herbicide glyphosate and genetically modified foods and basically pesticides and, and food, things in our food that we don't always realize are there. Uh, and they're not just in our food, they're in our water and other sources. And we'll get in more into that. Um, and of course, as usual, I've created a page on my website. So anything we talk about, you can find the links to at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash zen, Z-E-N. And the reason for that is today's uh, expert interv- uh, that we're interviewing is Zen Honeycutt, who is the founder and director of Moms Across America, which is a nonprofit organization. She's the mother of three boys whose health issues improved when she avoided GMOs and related pesticides and switched to organic food. To create a safe future for her children and her community, she created Moms Across America, a national coalition of unstoppable moms whose motto is Empowered Moms, Healthy Kids. So Moms Across America has expanded to moms across the world and Zen initiated the first glyphosate testing and found the world's most widely used herbicide uh, in water, urine, and breast milk and other products, which has led to this shift in regulatory assessments. And Zen has been seen on CNN, The Dr. Oz Show, C-SPAN, Fox News, and a lot more. And she's been quoted in the Wall Street Journal, USA Today, and has published uh, was published in The Hill. She's an international speaker, powerful leadership coach and consultant and is cur- and actually has just finished her book called Unstoppable, Transforming Sickness and Struggle into Triumph, Empowerment and Celebration of Community. So welcome, Zen, and thank you so much for being here today. Karen, and thank you to all your listeners for taking your time out to listen today. Yeah, absolutely. I always feel like if you're here, you're a proactive mom and you want to know what you can do. You're looking, you have, you've, you know that there are, are resources out there and you're, you're willing to keep digging to find them until, you know, you have what you need for your child. So Zen, I'm curious. So Moms Across America recently turned five years old and Unstoppable, your new book, was published very shortly uh, thereafter that, that anniversary of five years. So what made you decide to write the book and, and why now? Oh, Karen, well, thank you for asking. You know, this, it really was a labor of love, something I worked on for about three years, and it really is a community effort. Uh, I noticed when I became an activist, which is not something I wanted to do. You know, I thought activists wore too much patchouli and had too much time in their hands. Uh, but when, when something threatens the life of your child, 
you will do whatever it takes, as I'm sure you know, and many people know here, when, they're, when their um, well-being and their behavior and their learning you know, ability and all that is threatened, you'll, you'll do what it takes. So I became an activist, and in that process, I learned from so many people, from, from doctors and farmers and lawyers and scientists and just amazing advocates across the country and around the world. And I wanted to put that all together in a book with my personal story and with steps on what you can do to take on leadership in your family first, right? For your family to eat organic and eat healthy and to recover their health. And then for perhaps, if you want to, for your community to also do that. Because it's not enough for my children, my sons, to eat organic and to be healthy. Because their future spouses or their teacher or their friends or the person driving a car next to them, right, is, is it needs to be healthy and mentally sane and physically able to do whatever they're doing. And I would like them to be able to have healthy families someday or to be treated, you know, justly by the people around them. So this is a community issue to be healthy and to be uh, not just physically healthy, but mentally healthy. And food and the toxins in our food dramatically impacts those two areas. So this is an urgent issue for all of us. And we have one out of five people in America with mental illness today. We've got one out of two children with a form of chronic illness. You know, the numbers of autism in our children are skyrocketing and it doesn't just affect them. It affects their siblings. It affects the marriage, you know, the parents. It affects everyone in their community. And so it's now is the time, I believe, and for all of us to take on being unstoppable in whatever ways we can. And so I'm, I'm very excited about having this book out there. It's a different kind of book. It's not just information. It's my personal stories and, you know, how to and also a gathering of many people in the community, which I'm, I'm so honored to know all of them and to have them contribute. Yeah, and you have you have just made a tremendous impact. It's like you have over 600 leaders, I believe, or so in the United States alone, and then it it crossed the borders and started going. Now it's international, and people wanting to get involved and spread the word and tell other people. Because even I live in a community where I know that people don't know that the glyphosate, the harmful pesticide in the product Roundup that people are spraying on their yards, people use that all the time without the knowledge so it's a matter of spreading the word just so people know and um you know there was recently um thankfully the uh, the, the lawsuit against Monsanto from from the gentleman who was a groundskeeper at a school became uh, very ill with a, a type of i believe Hodgkin's lymphoma that um that they found that it was due to the glyphosate in the roundup that he had been told to use in his work. Well, people are using that in their yards and then they get sick and they don't know why, or their kids are sick and they don't know why. And then the same thing with, with the foods. So, you know, like in your book, you say, when we know better, we do better. So once we know about the existence of GMOs and glyphosate, you know, we want to, you know, so maybe can share a little bit more, elaborate with our audience why it's important and then how we can actually uh, do better. Because you're right. I mean, I know that a lot of these unspeakable things that we're seeing on the news that children are doing in schools, that a lot of that just has to do with an absolutely toxic, loaded, over overloaded uh, brain and and gut and an ill an ill ill health that's mental, but it comes a lot of the time from physical, the biological. So we can do something about that. Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, it's 
the impact of those toxic chemicals can often show up as heavy metals in the brain and an imbalance of heavy metals. You know, for instance, Roundup is often sprayed, excuse me, the weed killer that you mentioned, not just in our backyards, but it's sprayed on or in, in some cases, water reservoirs, like it's sprayed in the Florida Everglades right now. We've got the marine life dying down there. I have maps of where they spray around the California water reservoirs of Roundup because they think it's safe. But what it's been proven to do in in scientific studies is to uh, stimulate the growth of what people call a green algae, but it's actually a cyanobacteria. And they, they eat up glyphosate. It's actually Mother's Nature's way of trying to clean up glyphosate, this green wow. algae. And you know, we're is, gonna, we, um, I'm so sorry to interrupt. We've got to take a really quick break, but we will come right back to this when we come back from our commercial. So please stay with us uh, with Bold Brave Media, and we will be right back after this break. Hi, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I am your host, Karen Thomas, and we're live at the Bold Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. And we're interviewing Zen Honeycutt, the founder of Moms Across America. And we, just before the break, we were talking about the the green algae in the reservoir. So Zen, can you continue with that? That sounded really interesting that, that nature is sort of trying to help take over a little bit. Yeah, well, nature's trying to clean up glyphosate. Um, the cyanobacteria feeds on glyphosate, so it's digesting it and cleaning it up, actually. And what happens is when the green algae grows in our water reservoirs, then the water utilities people then spray copper into, uh, into the water because that cleans up, it, it kills off the green algae. Now, copper is a very toxic spermicide. It's also what's been showing up in children with autism in their teeth. There was a man who tested toddler teeth, and he could predict over 85% accuracy which toddlers had autism because they had very high copper levels. Copper is also used on, in orange groves to get rid of the fungus. And, you know, interestingly enough, they spray a lot of glyphosate in orange groves. And we've released testing to show that there's glyphosate in conventional orange juice. So uh, the heavy metals that are in our children are uh, a result of, a, a, or they are not directly not uh, the only result, or are one of the results of GMO chemical farming, because these toxic chemicals used on our food and along uh, the waterways, you know, around our reservoirs, in our backyards, our streets, and our sidewalks. So not just chemical farming, but you know, chemical landscaping and chemical weed management uh, contributes to these heavy metals in our children. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if. Uh, your listeners know, but Seralini tested, a French scientist Seralini tested Roundup and found arsenic and heavy metals as the, in the coal formula. The chemical ingredient is but the other coal arsenic and heavy metals. And that should be very concerning to anyone listening to this because these chemical herbicides are sprayed around our parks, our playgrounds, our schools. And, uh, and on our food. And on our food, these chemicals do not wash off. The glyphosate goes into the food product and we consume it at very high levels in the thousands of parts per billion uh, per day. And it's, it's very concerning. This is leading to behavioral issues and learning issues in our children. And in my son, I, I, we detected uh, glyphosate in his urine and he had, at that same time, he had a sudden onset of autism symptoms 
and we were able to recover him. But these heavy metals and GMO chemical farming and chemical landscaping are a major contributing factor of our children's health issues, and everyone should be finding out about them. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing that it's it's water soluble, so it does not just wash off either, and it stays in our rivers and our lakes and our streams and oceans. And um, we're seeing that uh, the, a lot of the marine life is being affected as well. And and some of that, depending on the fish that we're eating, is being um, you know we're getting it through even even the fish sources, but definitely through mm-hmm. crops. You know, they're they're spraying these these things on our our our. All the, of course, the wheat crops, the the uh, the the corn and things, the grains that are fed to the animals that we get our maybe some uh, dairy sources from, or uh, or their meat is contaminated as well because of it. So, in in a, we can all drive ourselves crazy with this too. Um, and and uh, so, of course, eating, you know, knowing if it's genetically modified, knowing if it's organic or not, if it's commercial, if you know a local source, a farmer's market, you can know where it's grown. So hopefully it's not cross-contaminated by a, a crop near it. But Zen, what do you have suggestions for um, for our listeners, like where the best place is to, to find their foods and what they can do to have the healthiest food possible? Well, number one would be to grow it yourself, but most of us, you know, are, are not able to do that on a large scale. I'm very happy we, we now have a backyard garden and some raised beds, and it's so fulfilling to go out every morning and to pick some either kale or spinach, beets or carrots, and blend them up and, and make a green smoothie. It's just awesome to be able to do that. Um, but next would be your farmer's market to go as often as you can. I, I definitely need to go more often to that or have one of those Uh, Delivery services that come directly from a CSA, you know, the box delivery services. Uh, There's there's a company called Imperfect Fruit now, too, or Imperfect Veggies that I forgot which one that uh, delivers the, you know, the the fruit and the veggies that don't look, you know, perfect. So, you know, they they aren't accepted in the grocery stores. So that's a that's a great cause to support. And and then when you go to the grocery stores, buy bulk as much as possible and you know, freeze it and have that be a way to reduce your costs and buy organic. And, you know, buying from the small local farms is really ideal. I went to a a grocery store in Connecticut called New Morning and by every batch of different kinds of vegetables, they had a sign with a picture of the farmer and the name of the farm and a little story about the farm. It was just awesome because you just get to feel connected to who that farmer is. You know that they're local in Connecticut and, um, and you get to feel good eating that food, knowing who that farmer was. So I really encourage you to support grocery stores like that, that, that connect with their farmer and, and sharing those stories is important because those are the types of farmers that grow organic that are usually going beyond even the organic standards. Most of them don't just not spray glyphosate and toxic chemicals. Uh, most of them tend to the soil and really care about, uh, you know, using cover cropping and, um, you know, all the, the animal manures that are safe, that are not fed GMO feed. And so when you know the small farmers like that, you can feel more comfortable that those are the type of practices that they're doing. 
Yeah, absolutely. We have a fabulous farmer's market where I live and, uh, and you know, I've gone for so many years and I, I know the vendors. Like you get to know people and you can also, of course, do talk to them, ask them questions if you have any. Uh, feel free to. They're they're happy to answer your questions. And uh, if they're local to your environment, um, that's even better because then you also haven't, you know, had trucks moving them across highways, et cetera, or more moving. Uh, but uh, they'll be happy to, to share that information with you. And and then you get to also know who you can trust because some of them like to say their product might be a little bit better than it might actually be. So it's good to know that as well. But yeah, farmers markets are fabulous. And there are a lot of local regular stores now that are trying to buy some of the local things, as you're saying, from, from some of the local markets. We're going to take a short break and we're going to come right back and uh, continue with this topic on uh, genetically modified foods, organic foods, and how you can keep your family healthy. You're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism and we're on Bold Brave Media Live. We'll be right back. Hi, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I am your host, Karen Thomas, and we are coming to you live from Bold Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. And we're talking with Zen Honeycutt from Moms Across America. And before the break, we were kind of giving you some ideas about uh, how you can eat healthier. And uh, I want to get into that a little bit more. But first of all, I was kind of wondering, you know, I'm thinking the, the listeners might be wondering, Zen, how the Environmental Protection Agency and these agencies that are supposed to be protecting us how how are they allowing this to continue to happen these these harmful pesticides and herbicides like glyphosate for one being sprayed on our foods why is that allowed to happen do you do you know well thank you for asking because when we bring this up you know if you talk to your neighbor about roundup or your mother-in-law or sister about eating organic most of the time what you're you're going to get is well, what are you talking about? It's safe. You know, if it's in the grocery, the, the common perception is if it's in the grocery store, it had to have been regulated by the FDA. And if they're spraying it on our food, it had to be regulated by the EPA. We have massive regulatory agencies with huge budgets that we assume are regulating, you know, these foods and, and uh, these chemicals that are used in our streets, right? Well, the loophole is that the EPA only requires safety studies, that means long-term animal studies, on one ingredient in a chemical product. So that product Roundup sitting on the shelf may have 50 different chemicals in it. We don't know because they don't have to say what they are because they can claim proprietary ingredients, but they can also uh, just give the EPA safety studies on one ingredient in the product. And you can bet your bippy they're going to pick the least toxic one. By And by toxic, I mean that which kills something within 96 hours. More than 50% of the test subjects would have to die within 96 hours to classify it as toxic. Now, you and I all know that some chemicals that we're exposed to over long-term exposure can cause severe damage and harm. But in the short-term exposure, they may not be immediately toxic. So that's how they got around this with glyphosate because glyphosate right. it has, it causes long-term serious damage such as cancer and endocrine disruption and liver disease and kidney damage, you know, all kinds of, of chronic health issues, but over long-term exposure. And so they only have to, the, the manufacturers only have to give the EPA 
safety studies on one declared active chemical ingredient. And, and I know this to be a fact because I've been to the EPA twice and I asked the director of the pesticide review board, do you have any long-term animal studies with blood and analysis? Because that's the only way to tell about changes. Um, and long-term means the lifetime, two years usually of a rat, um, on the final formulation of Roundup. Not just, you know, the one declared active chemical ingredient, but the final formulation. And they said, which ones? There's, there's hundreds of them. There's different, many different brands now. And I said, any of them? He, they said, no, not that we're aware of. And I said, then <laughs> how can you claim that it's safe? And the director ended the meeting because they wow. didn't have an answer. So this is what's happening in our regulatory agencies is that they are approving these chemicals to be sprayed on our food um, based on the scientific studies from the manufacturers who stand to benefit from them on one ingredient in the, in the product. So no one, not a scientist, not the EPA, not Monsanto, not your landscaper, not your school board director, no one can say that that product in the final formulation is safe. That's scientifically unfounded. So that's what's happening at the EPA. And as far as the FDA goes, the loophole was that uh, pesticides and herbicides were declared a process and not an additive. Even though you can test your food and find that these pesticides and herbicides have been added to your food, you can detect them. Same thing with GMOs. They can be detected. Well, they declared it a process, not an additive. Like, for instance, an additive like salt has to be safety tested and has to be on the label, you know, that salt was added to that product. Well, not so with processing, like, you know, um, ir- I believe it's called irradiation or, you know, whether something is cold brewed or, you know, whichever, like they don't have to say uh, if something was microwaved or if the meat, you know, was glued together to look like meat, right. They yeah. don't, or died if what the salmon was dyed, right. They don't have to say that that process happened to your food. And so it's not on the label and the pesticides and herbicides are not safety tested. So the food manufacturers and the GMA, the Grocery Manufacturers Association, I'm sure was one of the biggest lobbyists out there, made sure that uh, they did not have to have these regulatory agent, these regulations, you know, from these regulatory agencies as a hurdle. They, they cleared those right out of the way by making sure that the food was classified, the herbicides were classified only as a process. And, you know, the EPA just said, well, you'll only have to send a safety, safety studies on one ingredient, not the final formulation. Because That's they amazing. Know all know. I mean, there's, even there, the, that even seems so leader, negligent. Sorry? It seems so negligent. I mean, genetic GMOs and glyphosate mm-hmm. have been shown in scientific studies to cause of course, a myriad of diseases and in epidemic proportions, and we're seeing that cancer, autoimmune disorders, autism, infertility, yeah. and um, I have a, st- a statistic here, they've risen from 79% to 400% in the last 10 to 20 years. You know, I mean, how can they not, they not, you know, factor the food and the, the chemicals in there into something that they want to look at, at least look into further, right? I mean, if you see those kinds of statistics, yeah. you think, at least look into it further. Yeah. Well, they don't want to look into it. And here's what the lawyer at the the Johnson versus Monsanto trial recently said. This was the school pesticide applicator who had an accident, was exposed to Roundup and Ranger Pro and developed non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. He said that the lawyer for the plaintiff, for Johnson, can't produce any regulatory agencies that want to test 
the final formulation of Roundup. He said they just don't do that. There's a scientific reason why. It's because you can't make the animals sick and then study them. And that's what they would be doing. So they know exposing animals to the final formulation would make them sick, and yet they're totally happy with spraying it on our food and in our parks and on our playgrounds. This is unacceptable, and every single parent needs to know this and stand up for their children's rights. And I, I don't just don't know how these people can sleep at night, honestly. I mean, that money is more important to them than, than watching all of these people getting sick and, and ill and, and dying. And, uh, you know, but but we have to go to the solution. And women do make up 90% of the household purchases. And we control the consumer purchasing powers, not the corporation. So if we're not buying it, then they're not going to make their money. So you buy organic, you buy genetically modified non-GMO foods, and you know what you're getting. When we come back from this short break, we are going to talk about the uh, some steps that you can take to uh, keeping your family healthy. Uh, Naturally Recovering Autism at Bold Brave Media. We will be right back. Hi, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas, and we're coming to you live from the Bold Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. And we're today we have uh, our guest, uh, Zen Honeycutt, from Moms Across America with us. And we're talking about uh, genetically modified foods and organic and non-genetically modified foods. And we're going to get into now some of the things that you can do for your family, because I know uh, it can get a little scary out there trying to figure out what is safe to, to eat, what can I do. And um, I've got uh, an environmental toxin resource guide in my book that I'll link to on that page I mentioned at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash zen and I will get Zen's book on that page as well and she's in her book she's got six steps to a healthy family um, that you can do Zen would you give us uh, uh, you know those those six steps for us to, to be able to utilize so our listeners can you know just have a little bit of uh, that in their pocket Yes, absolutely. And, and these are, I have to say, I'm not an expert scientist or an expert doctor. I'm an expert mom on my kids, just as you are an expert mom on your kids. And for everybody, it's going to be different. But there are six steps that are really important to try and that, in my, that I found in my experience. And you may see really uh, um, you know, great leaps and bounds in health uh, in just a few days or a few weeks of trying even just one of these. So uh, the first one is to eliminate exposure to these toxic chemicals and GMOs through the food supply and through your environment. So the first one, of course, to try is uh, your, your food supply. That means when you go to the grocery store, you buy organic every single chance you can. If it says organic and non-GMO project verified, please do that because that means they've tested for contamination of GMOs. So it's a stronger verification that there are not GMOs in, in that product. Uh, and organic means no GMOs and not, no toxic chemicals are allowed to be used. Now, keep in mind, there can always be contamination. So I'm going to address uh, the next step, which is detoxing. And that should be something that we're all doing on a daily basis. There are many ways to detox. The number one way is to eat as many fruits and vegetables as possible and the least amount of, of processed foods and you know factory farmed meats and, and all of that toxic uh, seafood as well. Uh, to the, what you put in your food is the be- your body is the best way to detox. But sweating, uh, eating things like cilantro, and we have uh, detox product. There are many detox products out there. There's one called Primary Detox on our website. Um, but also having um, 
apple cider vinegar, sauerkraut, and kombucha every day has actually been shown to degrade glyphosate in a way that um, is even better than detox. some detox project, pro- products that bind to glyphosate because then you're pulling it out of the body and glyphosate still stays intact and it goes into our you know, sewage and water supply. By, by consuming apple cider vinegar, kombucha, and sauerkraut, there's a bacteria called acetobacter, which actually degrades glyphosate, breaks it down into non-toxic components, and glyphosate is completely gone in your body. So um, that's a really important thing to do for detoxing. And then number three is to restore your gut bacteria, and that means to put in things like fermented foods and organic yogurt and what I mentioned before, kefir, sauerkraut, kombucha, all of that, which have, in some cases, sauerkraut has a trillion good bacteria in one bite. And then you want to reduce inflammation. There's many different types of foods that can cause inflammation for people. Everybody's different. For some people, it could be nightshades. For other people, it could be dairy or wheat. And you know there's there's inflammation when uh, you have rashes or psoriasis or eczema or uh, brain inflammation can result in um, memory loss or, you know, behavior changes or fatigue, you know, those can all be signs of inflammation. So you want to reduce inflammation. Uh, we also do have a, a product. I, I We haven't talked about this. I know you don't necessarily endorse it, but we have a product called with molecular hydrogen in it called um, Active H2 Elite, which actually can uh, lead to the reduction of inflammation uh, due to the fact that it reduces free radicals in the body. So do check that out if you can and address your diet. And number five is to balance the gut bacteria which again the, is through the food for the most part, you can introduce probiotics, but that's not a long-term solution because most um, probiotics only have six to 10 different strains of bacteria. And we're supposed to have anywhere up to 30,000 different bacteria in our gut. And so, you know, depending on a probiotic and not introducing the good bacteria through your food, like sauerkraut and fermented foods and kefir kombucha and all of that, um, miso, organic miso soup, those types of fermented foods, without introducing those, you're, you're really sort of creating a desert in your gut. And uh, there's another, another product called Restore, which is Restore for Gut Life that we, we have on our website as well. And uh, we have these because they help us to create healthy communities, right? They, they fulfill in our mission. And that one helps to um, close up the tight junctions of the gut, which can lead to leaky gut. And to help create that beneficial bacteria environment. So it goes from like a desert to like a, you know, you know a forest, a jungle of good bacteria. And then the sixth one is to restore minerals. And this is very important. Most people do not do this. Uh, trace minerals are essential. And then regular essential minerals are, are crucial for the development of our brains, our bodies, our function of all of our different organs. And so, you know, there's many different resources for uh, minerals. And we just want to make sure that you are supplementing with trace minerals and essential minerals because glyphosate functions as a chelator, meaning it draws out, it holds or makes unavailable the vital nutrients of any living thing it touches. And when we're being exposed to glyphosate on a daily basis, we're depleting our bodies of those minerals. So we definitely need to supplement those minerals. There's not enough in food because of the GMO chemical farming that's been happening for decades. So we definitely need to supplement with minerals. So those yeah. are those are some of the six steps. 
That's great. Yeah, our soil is so depleted these days. And some of our listeners, uh, a couple of weeks back, I, I did an interview with a water expert, Robert Slovak, and you can also catch that with all of the links. Um, we, we get into talking about those the depth of some of the mineral conversation there and the active, active molecular hydrogen and a new water purifier that actually does help uh, does not just help he says it gets rid of glyphosate in water which is not true of every water filter and if you want to link if you want to find that it's at naturally recovering autism.com forward slash water and you can uh, listen to that uh, that interview and then also um, find those links to those things as well and i think it's helpful i have a muscle testing tutorial video that's free if you are interested you can find out if your child's allergic to a particular Particular food, or if there is something in anything, uh, it doesn't have to be a food. It could be a lotion or a shampoo or something that they're going to be exposed to. You can muscle test them and find out if their body is accepting it or not. And, and if it's if it's a negative for them, and you know not to give it to them through the muscle testing, and you can get that uh, tutorial again for free at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash muscle dash testing and i'll get that linked on that page as well on the uh the page so uh, uh where i have this interview as well so that you can have that information um if you didn't catch it just then we need to cut to a short break right now and we will be right back we're coming to you live from bold brave media naturally recovering autism stay with us we'll be right back Hi, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas, and we're coming to you live from the Bold Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. And we have Zen Honeycutt with us today from Moms Across America. And uh, and Moms Across America uh, is a, a now a global uh, organization. It started out in the United States, and it its purpose is to be able to help spread community awareness. And they offer you or anybody interested uh, various resources and ways to to um, to help spread the word about what we're talking about, and just educating people so that everybody can have the option to be healthier and happier if they choose to be. Um, it's beyond the children with autism. It's uh, it's their parents and their grandparents and their next door neighbor and everybody else. So um, Zen, would you give us uh, just some some information about what Moms Across America has to share with others and how people can get those resources? Absolutely. Well, when I first got started, I wanted to have flyers that had the information in a clear, simple, understandable way with pictures on it that were family friendly. You know, I didn't didn't like some of the flyers that had skulls and crossbones and radioactive, (laughs) scary looking. I mean, they were just too scary looking. So Mm -hmm. I wanted something that was relatable and that would connect with people. So I'm very glad that we have a wonderful graphic designer now and we have sponsors that you can see on our homepage on our website that support us with the funds to be able to print up, you know, a hundred thousand flyers at a time and send them out to, so that really reduces the price, right? That you would also pay at your local printer dramatically. And uh, so we can provide those flyers actually for free to our supporters, if we know that you're serious and they're, they're not just going to sit in your garage, you know that you are going to get them out to people. So what we do is on our website, you can click on events and you can post your own event. And it doesn't have to be an event that you create. It could be a local, um, you know, fall festival that is already happening. And you just want to go there with a group of uh, two or three other moms and pass out flyers in the children's section, right? Because you want a healthy community. You want people to know about this. And maybe your sister-in-law doesn't believe you, 
But if you pass out flyers to enough people in your neighborhood, maybe one of them will tell your sister-in-law and maybe she'll believe them, right? <laughs> right. So we got to get that out to our community. So if you post that event on our website, either one that's already happening or a movie night that you want to have in your home, or maybe you want to host a speaker to your library, you post that event with the exact address and the time and the date. It's very easy. It takes a few minutes. And that goes on our website on the map. Then we can share it. And you, because you've committed to having that event, get a code for a free box of materials that only costs about $20 to be sent to you. And you get about a thousand flyers. And you can then pass a stack of those flyers, say a hundred each, to each one of your guests that comes to your movie night. Or you can pass out, you know, a couple thousand of them at a street fair or festival uh, in less than two hours. So you've then blanketed your community with these flyers that give really important information. It's, I mean, it's really like a ticket to a new journey to health, right? It's like a whole new life that they can have. And in that, um, in that process, you know, passing out a thousand flyers, if they all, if they all shift to a hundred or $200 a week of, of organic food, I, I forgot what the exact number is now. Cause I've, there's so many different ways to say this, but you can cause basically like a 10 or a $20 million shift to organic food in your locally local community just by passing out a thousand flyers. So, you know, we can do this. It's not that hard. People have potlucks and barbecues and birthday parties all the time, all year long. So just have an event where you're going to have people over, you know, movie night or speaker series or show up at a festival or fair and pass out this information because, Together, we can, as you mentioned earlier, we can shift the food industry. We already are. I mean, lawsuits against Cheerios for, you know, General Mills for having uh, glyphosate and Cheerios, you know, the Johnson versus Monsanto trial. Many, many towns are are stopping spraying glyphosate altogether. Grain, uh, Grain handlers are saying they will no longer accept grains that are sprayed with glyphosate like oats and barley and in certain areas around the world. So it's happening. We are shifting the food industry to a healthier, safer, cleaner food. And we need everybody to help us do that. So we urge you to go to momsacrossamerica.org, click on events, host your own event, get your free box of materials, and be the one to say we will have a healthy community. Right. It definitely starts in your own kitchen, in your own backyard, and you you do have the the power to to choose what you want to purchase. You know, nobody's making you purchase those other things. You you decide. And again, you just mentioned the Cheerios lawsuit. I, I I'm sure that a lot of parents may have just heard that for the very first time with you saying it. They might have had no idea, and they might be feeding their their children some of uh, these foods daily because they just don't know. So it's really a matter of just educating, and and that's what this you know, this radio show is about what our websites are about. We're trying to really spread the words because Zen and I both had children that were affected um, and told they, they had symptoms of autism. And uh, if we had not done our own digging, we wouldn't have gotten our kids better, which are her child and my son are both better today. And um, we wouldn't be out here maybe spreading the words that we are today and, and sharing this with you. So, you know, you have to look at everything happens for a reason. But um, yeah, it's definitely I know, Zen, didn't you start with a 4th of July parade? Wasn't that how this whole thing started for you? Yes. Well, <laughs> yes, I asked myself. How can I raise awareness with as many people as possible in the shortest amount of time? And at first I thought of a march on Washington because that's what, you know, activists do. But 
I realized with limited budgets that probably wouldn't work. So I thought of Fourth of July parades, which are in many hometowns across the country and are very inexpensive to join in to. And in one parade, three say three spectators deep for three miles, you can reach up to 30,000 people in one parade. And they're smiling, they're happy, and you've got a banner that says Moms Across America and something about GMOs and toxins. And they're like, wait a second, why are these moms marching about GMOs? What are GMOs and what do they mean, toxins? And it gets them curious. And when they're mm-hmm. curious, they look for themselves and they begin to learn. And then for them, it's an act of discovery and empowerment rather than just somebody telling them, you know, this is what you need to do. So um, it's a it's a wonderful way. There are parades all across the country and many different times of the year. You know, there's winter parades and fall parades. So I invite you to, to consider that. It costs maybe $15 to $0 to join into a parade. Just gather a group of four to 20, you know, 15 people maybe and, and march in a parade and pass out our flyers. It's, it's really, really fun too. <laughs> Very fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it is. And then, um, you know, local farmers markets, you know, you could, you could give out pamphlets and there's so many things. We have a local autism walk here um, that I'm thinking about. It happens in April every year. It's a big deal for our community. And um, as a nonprofit, they raise a lot of, of, of money for a summer camp that they give for the kids. And, um, and uh, I'll definitely have some at my booth uh, uh, this coming year for that as well. Um, I'll have to make sure I make a note of that so I don't forget to do it um, because uh, yeah, I definitely want to be part of, of educating. And that's what I am about too, is being able to get these resources out to parents. And just like you, we want to educate. We're not just trying to tell people, look, this is what you should do. It's like, we put maybe a bug in your ear and you kind of go, oh, wow, really? I, I didn't know about that. And then you can look into it further. I'm giving more yeah. resources and links. Zen's website, momsacrossamerica.com, as well has uh, other resources as well. You can look into uh, studies online, various things that are out there to to learn more about this and uh, be able to learn about uh, some of the um, the foods that are known to have them in. There was a recent study done um with uh, a company I'm actually going to be interviewing uh, in a couple of weeks. Uh, Dr. Stephanie Seneff is an MIT professor who specializes in the glyphosate issues and has um, uh, amazing amounts of studies on this. So I'll be coming up with that very soon as well uh, so that you can get a little bit more information. And and I have interviewed her uh, if you go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com and you just go to podcast and you, you can type in Senef and S E N E F F or glyphosate, uh, either of those, and you'll get some of these uh, these podcasts that'll pop up and get more information there. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. We're coming to you from Bold Brave Media Live and TuneIn Radio, and stay with us. We'll be right back. Hi, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host Karen Thomas, and we are coming to you live from the Bold Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. And today we have Zen Honeycutt from Moms Across America with us, and we've been talking about. Uh, genetically modified food awareness and uh, also the awareness of of glyphosate, various chemicals in our foods and pesticides. And now um, the show is coming to to the end here and we want to make sure that we give you some good resources. Um, There is a a link on on Zen's site that I want to make sure that you get as well for a home test kit. And Zen, you were talking about that. Uh, What is this and where can people find that home test kit to test the foods that they're eating at home? Sure. It's under action and testing. 
and the test kits are through the detox detox project you can test your food and water at home with strip tests and you can also test your hair for glyphosate and other pesticides which is really important to know because that tests for a month the whole you know the past month of what your child or you've been exposed to versus a urine test which is just that one little blip in time Mm -hmm. so those are important tests if you want to get sort of a base reading of where you're at with, uh, you know, the toxins in your body or your children's body, then go organic and, you know, do all the fermented foods and everything that we mentioned and then test again in about a month. You'll, you'll see your progress and it's very fulfilling. You okay, can also great. get my book, Unstoppable, Transforming Sickness and Struggle into Triumph, Empowerment and a Celebration of Community on either our website, which links to Amazon or, or just go directly to Amazon. And uh, get, I encourage you to get that book, not just for yourself, but for your library so that people in your community that you'll never meet will be able to have access to that book. And, and then, of course, go to our website, momsacrossamerica.org. Sign up for our action alerts, you know, our newsletters. We don't send out a lot, but they're very, it's very important information when we do send it out. We, we encourage you to join us in our moms, our moms Connect calls on Monday nights. And if you sign up for our newsletter, you'll get invited to that. And uh, also please sign up for our Facebook page to get notifications so that you actually get our notifications and comment and share and our Twitter page as well because the, uh, and Instagram and the, because the social media is where we get to connect with you directly. And we just love doing that. We love to hear your testimonies, how your children are getting better and what you're doing, what remedies help your child. So please do be in touch with us. And I do know that um, this all can be uh, a confusing path. And so after my 13 years of research and my son's recovery, what I've done is I've put together a step-by-step online program that it's in almost 40 countries already. And in short Mm -hmm. videos with you know, PDFs and support along the way, I take you through all of the stages of gut healing and what you need to do with the exact resources that I have researched out and talked to the research and developers. I take you through the detoxification and the steps and the how to, because I know this all can be confusing. And um, that's called the Autism Moms Mentor Program. And I have linked to it on that. Um, it's right there on my homepage at naturallyrecoveringautism.com. But I've also linked to it at the page for this show uh, naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash zen so you can find it there um, get an invitation to join that program as well if you're interested um, because I know about the confusion that's out there and I wanted to simplify it and I want to take all of the knowledge that I had uh, and be able to offer that to others so that you can get the optimum results for your children Thank you for joining us today. Uh, And Zen, thank you for being here with us. I greatly appreciate your time and your resources that you offer. And um, Lewis is coming to you from Bold Brave Media. And we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Did you have anything you want to say real quick before we close off? Uh, I just want to thank you for the service that you're doing for humanity by giving this information and creating this conversation with everybody. It's, It's so important to protect our children. And thank you for doing this. Oh, absolutely. It's my pleasure. And thank you for what you're doing as well. Yep. We take what happens to us and we make uh, lemonade, right? Take lemons and make lemonade. (laughs) All right, everybody take care. Have a great week. This is Naturally Recovering Autism with Karen Thomas from the Bold Brave Media, and we'll see you next week.